So what's up guys? Welcome to the E-Man and Jan show. Welcome to the E-Man and Jan show. I know it's been a while since we've um, uploaded a new podcast, but we're back and better than ever, hopefully. <laughs> Definitely are. It's been a while. It's been a couple months since we started this little journey and it's kind of hard to like... Um, we started it out, but we just got busy. So kind of life got in the way of things, but we're back and this is our goal. We started it with the goal to continue it and it's been a bit, but we're back <laughs> and that's what's important. And we've talked to many people as well throughout these past couple months, which have helped us also like um, kind of get an idea of what we want to do with our podcast anyways. So mm -hmm. um, we've been reaching out to certain people, family, friends, and um, and soon enough, we'll be bringing them in to join us on our podcast so we can have like somewhat interviews, which is exciting because um, our goal is definitely to, we, we, we watch a lot of Seth Rogen, so we, we like that idea. And um, <laughs> You said Seth Rogen, it's Joe Rogen. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, but it's close by. I think he might have a podcast himself. <laughs> he lives close by? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Imagine. <laughs> Maybe yes. even we could have been Seth Rogen. <laughs> I, I, I'm like Joe Rogan, my bad guys. Anyways. I said we listen to him all the time, and yet I still call him Seth every single time. Uh, it's because they're like Rogans. I know, yeah. They, are they brothers? No, I don't think so, actually. I'm but yeah, kidding. point is that we are going to start bringing people into these podcasts to have a little bit of variety, you know? Because, yeah, the end goal of this podcast is to, like, I don't know, just, I guess, reach out to people and teach them a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Kind of like Joe Rogan does, you know? Mm -hmm. Not everything is just like solely to one thing. Yeah. Like good variety of knowledge. Oh yeah, he brings in a lot of people. You know, so it's it's like a variety of knowledge in his shows. Like it can be an artist, it can be like a doctor. Um, a freaking doctor, yeah. Like an a businessman, huh? yeah, it can be anything. And honestly that's what we want. We want it to be like an open table for any topic, any anybody to come in even. You know, I feel like we, we all can learn from each other. And I think it's very enlightening to be able to not only learn from, like, high-level people, but even, like, people that you would consider low-level even, you know? Because there's mm -hmm. a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, things we can learn from each other is the point. And, <clears throat> and that's our goal, to kind of understand each other, learn from each other, and kind of throw out all of it. Just build um, connections. Yeah, build connections, enlighten each other, so then educate each other, so then we can um, build some success for future, for our futures or for like overall everybody's futures. I know me and Emmanuel have a goal to help people, give back to the communities, give back to those who are in need as well, and um, and yeah. But it's been a long, a long couple months these past months. <laughs> we just we've been wanting a vacation, and here we are having a little break from work and and stuff like that so it's not too bad yeah the thing about working right now is like they're in mandatory like 10 hours so it sucks to have like time to yourself you know Definitely. and like having some like freedom to just take a vacation you know like you can't even take a vacation because then it's all everything's just mandatory mm -hmm. like everything for all like these businesses you know oh yeah they expect you to not have lives and to work for them you know like like you said mandatory 
and uh, personally, I don't think that's fair. <laughs> There's a lot of people that complain about it. Nobody likes it, but that's the thing. Nobody does anything about it. No, know? yeah. That's the thing where people feel like get stuck because then like there are right now oh, a lot of people might be like happy about these overtime hours, but then like little do they know like the next thing that's coming is less hours when things are not in sale, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like there's ups ups and downs in businesses, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, recently um Emmanuel and I have been reading um we're not reading, but listening to the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. So I feel like just like focusing on the topics that he brings, it kind of enlightens your mentality to be like, whoa, I've definitely, um, what is it called? What's like, that word? Like kind of like falling to the social norm. Yeah, you know? but like, oh, there's a specific, like, yeah, like you're saying, li- li- right on, literally what you said. You're conforming yeah, to conforming. the norm. Yeah, to yeah. the norm of like, you're supposed to work Nine these five, hours. Huh? Yeah, you're supposed to work these hours. That's how life is. And yet, you're also supposed to have a life and have be be freaking active, be productive, do this and that, and all of this, you know. But it's today's society is definitely you're not livable as it was before, you know. Like there is literally no time. I feel like I'm not the only one on this, but I feel like everybody feels as if they have no time for themselves, and that's the reality because there truly is no time. You come home, you want to rest after work. You know, you, you, as a wife, sometimes it's hard. You don't want to, like, you don't want to cook. You don't want to clean because you're tired. But you have to. And then you get busy and then all you do is sleep, you know, like beyond that when you can. And um, you, there's not really that personal self-care where, like, you can take care of yourself. And, you know, I'm going to drink a glass of wine and just relax. I mean, lucky for those who can, you know. Yeah. But honestly, when, when you're hustling and have... Um, a lot of responsibilities you know it's, it's it's a little different on that aspect but i mean rich dad poor dad definitely gives like a lot of um eye-opening points of view that like i would have never really noticed myself but yeah it's and like the benefits of starting up a company pretty much mm-hmm. and how like a lot of people get stuck in this like rat race you know mm-hmm. it's trying to pay off like that that like for other people you know trying to get more like increases in pay but like still falling like short on their expenses you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know i even hear about people taking on two jobs oh yeah people definitely (laughs) have been taking i've met many people that have been taking on two jobs and yet they continue to struggle literally and not having enough continue to struggle they they don't first of all their like satisfaction of life isn't satisfactory anymore because all they're doing is working their life away second the money that they're using it's like the more you gain in financial income the more you're gonna spend because you now have more income right Mm -hmm. so there's new expenditures that are also increasing as your paycheck increases which pretty much leaves you where you were at at the point before um, before you even had that increase in pay, before you got that promotion, whatever. And you end up being on that same boat, which is pretty much the cycle of what, um, what's his name? Robert? Yeah, Robert. Robert Kiyawas. I'm not sure how to say his last <laughs> name, to be honest. I don't know. I heard but if it. we ever have him on this podcast, we'll make sure to learn his last name yeah. very well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, point is, he's a cool guy. He's very interesting, very smart dude. He breaks down information very... Um, 
know. Like how he would say, I guess, uh, in one of his sayings, like, keep it simple, stupid. He mm-hmm. keeps it very simple. Mm-hmm. Kiss. Oh, yeah, kiss. That's yeah. the thing. Keep that it acronym. simple. Keep it stupid simple. Or, or keep super it simply simple. simple. Keep it super simple or keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> kiss. but pretty much this guy robert same author for rich dad poor dad um explains all these things very well for like any reader to truly understand it you don't have to be like einstein or anything yeah to know this stuff you know like once you hear it and read it it makes sense but and the end point is a lot of us um work these jobs work our asses off and we we're taught to learn and work our butts off to make this income but in reality like you're now stuck like what emmanuel said the rat race you're in this cycle of okay now i gotta pay this off pay that off i want to buy this now okay so now my expenses have increased but then as you grow older you get more a hold of credit money all these Mm -hmm. things you get into some debt and then it's just that cycle pretty much Mm -hmm. and what he was saying is that mainly happens to people because uh they don't know how to differentiate assets and liabilities. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's something that we're not really taught in schools, to be honest. Yep. And if so, if we were, maybe I was falling asleep. I don't know. Who knows? But mm-hmm. at least maybe we, we need to pay more attention to things. But yeah, I definitely don't think this is taught in schools. No, definitely. I don't think Not that even in economics class, huh? No, economics <laughs> class pretty much teaches you what a credit card is, what debt is what our economy looks like Mm -hmm. what the federal freaking reserve is like it teaches you more like what they are yeah like the definitions huh yeah it doesn't really teach you how to go about things how to like finance your money how to finance a home like Mm -hmm. how to like what should be like a a great investment like things Mm -hmm. like that those aren't taught in in um at schools high schools or anything like that you know you definitely that's definitely a topic that one needs to learn on their own but this is why rich dad poor dad author robert says that this the school system is built that way because that's what the america wants to be mm-hmm. honest that's what they want they want hard-working people to work for their companies you know not people to start their own businesses and be wealthy on their own it's it's kind of interesting very interesting topic mm-hmm. but if you guys haven't listened like read it you don't have to read it it's free on youtube uh, rich dad poor dad you can listen it listen to it both english or spanish or who knows what other language it's out on there but definitely english is one of the easiest ones i think for the majority of everybody um so if you guys can feel free go listen to it on youtube because yeah. uh, that's what me and emmanuel did and listen it to whenever whenever you're mm-hmm. like doing a little bit of laundry like mm-hmm. sweeping in the house doing a little mopping mm-hmm. even when you see your drive to work just make a little bit of time each mm-hmm. and every single day Definitely. And you'll learn something new for sure. Yeah, that that book is not at all boring. It is very enlightening. Like I said, like there's, he gives stories, he gives um, metaphors, like a bunch of stuff in there for us to understand. And it's just the story of it is just well written overall for you to truly either read it or just listen to it. On our our end, we're listening to it and we enjoyed it. Like. Mm-hmm a lot actually and um, i haven't i think emmanuel's almost done with it yeah i feel like i have like an hour left (laughs) Mm -hmm. which i don't know how many pages that translates to but sounds like pretty good Mm -hmm. yeah it's not too bad but 
But yeah, guys, look into it. Enlighten yourself. Like they said, financial literacy is like the number one thing um, for people to really learn how to be successful um, financially overall. So keep that in mind, guys. It's, um, I don't think it's a bad idea for people to get educated on these topics. Straying away from that, we actually wanted to talk about our crazy Vegas experiences. Definitely. We've been to Vegas. Like about, at least eight times already. <laughs> about eight times. Every time has been just... A different experience. Different experiences. Huh? But all for fun, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well, well a couple times. There's been some good and bad stuff. Well, the recent times we recently went... The last few times we went were, were not all that fun. Yeah, it was more like... I went for... My great aunt's funeral. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, I don't know. It was it was a sad moment. Because she was, a, like, the aunt who brought us all to, like, the United States and helped us, like, grow, you know? But at the same time, it was very, like, very nice to see everyone there, you know? Everyone that I had grown up with since I was a little kid, who I hadn't seen in at least, like, more than 10 years. It was very nice to just see my family again. Yeah, like a reunion, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, like a family say. reunion. Just seeing everybody get together. Obviously, you don't get to see the whole family all the time, you know? There's always someone missing or somebody that can't make it or somebody that lives too far, you know? So in moments like those, unfortunately, it sucks that it has to be during those moments that everybody unites. But then again, it's obviously a beautiful moment when you all get together. I was a witness, so, you know, it's kind of cool, like to get to meet all of Emmanuel's family. Obviously not in a good moment. Not the best moment, but, you know, sometimes there's never mm-hmm. a perfect moment either, so. Yeah, that was the first mm-hmm. time you met, like, my family. Like, mm-hmm. my side, my dad's family, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, after was, we got married. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't met any one of your family members. Pretty much, huh? Yeah, I hadn't. So that was literally my first introduction to anyone besides your immediate family. Yeah. But it was cool because then my uncle actually invited us to stay at his house. Yeah, definitely. and like one of the days we went huh, over, like one mm-hmm. of the first times we went to go visit to Vegas with them. Yeah, that's true. We did, and it was really nice. They're really nice people. They definitely made me feel very welcome, and I really felt like a part of their family. They even called me like their niece. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like away, sobrina, huh? sobrina, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they like, like me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, is my sobrina okay? Is like she doing okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, they were very, like, had very good hospitality. Definitely did. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, besides that, all the other times we've gone, we've had pretty crazy moments. Like, I definitely began, remember the first time we went. It was, like, June. Sometime oh, yeah, June, that was the first time we went in June, yeah. Right, like, 2020, perhaps? Yeah, 2020. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we went to Vegas together. It was one of the first times we went together, and like honestly, it's crazy. We had like the guts to do many things. We would sneak into so many places. Oh yeah, that that weekend, damn, we did sneak into a lot of places. We would sneak into where did we sneak into the MGM pools. The MGM pools, the, the Venetian pool, Venetian the, pool. the Palazzo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we even got into Treasure Island in their what's it called in their kitchen actually. Was it that same time? That was a different time. That was a different time. That was another time that we went. But that's with one of the sister. things we've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. The first few times we just snuck into the pools. I don't even know. Well, the MG, MGM was pretty easy. Everybody was lining up. So technically, around that time, it was COVID time, actually. Yeah. Um. So during that time, like 
only the well, I think that's all the time actually. Only yeah. the people who who stay in the hotel can go into the pools. So during that time, there is a line of people waiting to get inside the pool. So what they do is they you have to show them your key. They give you the access and you move on. We were in line and we're like, let's see how we can get in. They asked us if we have our key. We said no. They're like, okay, get in line over there so you can get your key. And we're like, oh, first of all, we're not even from here. We didn't tell them that, but we knew that ourselves. We just looked at each other. We're like, well, we're not getting in today. But that lady that was there in the front, she ended up walking away right after she told us that. She walked away completely, and I was I just grabbed the manual, and I'm like, let's just walk in towards the entrance. And we walked in towards the entrance, grabbed our towels, and went ahead in. Yeah, that is, yeah, it's just what we did. Literally. Like, we just had, like, the confidence and walked in through the arena. Yeah. We just walked in as we owned the place, in yeah. a way. Seriously. Knew what we were doing. Knew where we were going, even though we were completely lost. A hundred percent. But yeah, we just went in and no one told us anything. Mm-mm. We even said hi to the towel boys. So we were like, yeah. what's up guys? And they are like, what's up? Yeah. Like, but yeah, that was, that was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. It was super easy to go in. Um, and then even for the Venetian, <laughs> for the oh, Venetian, yeah. they were also check your cards. And again, we weren't staying at the Venetian, but we were walking in. And there was some lady in front of us by herself. And we were walking like, maybe a two, three feet away. So I would say three feet away from her, to be honest. Mm-hmm. We're walking behind her, and she shows her key, and we, like, walk up, and then the, the security person checking the cards was like, you're with her? With her? And we, me and Emmanuel just... I was hoping... I was already going to say yes, and I looked at Emmanuel, hoping he was also going to say yes, and we just looked at each other, and we're like, yeah. And we both said yes at the same time, and they were like, cool. And then they just let us go in. Mm-hmm. Both of us, and I was like, "Holy crap! <laughs> I can't believe we just got in, but we did. It was so easy, honestly." No, yeah, it was really easy. Yeah. And plus, like, I had already stayed at the Venetian before, so I kind of had an idea of where to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I never knew that we we're gonna be able to get in like that easily, just yeah. by kind of like in a way tailgating someone, but not really. Yeah, definitely. Just had a shared luck. The guy asked, "Are you with her?" <laughs> yeah, he just happened to ask us, and we we just said yes. And she didn't even know. She didn't even look back to be like, no, you're not, or nothing at all. Huh. We just all walked in. Yeah. So we're like, cool, let's do it. Huh. <laughs> but we were already, it's so funny because we literally show up to the Venetian <laughs> with, like with <laughs> our, our like pool stuff, huh? In our pool stuff, ready to go in as if like we know we're going to go in, you know? But we, little, it could have easily have been denied to us, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, luckily we got in and. And we got into swimming, and there's another time that we went to Vegas with my sister and her husband. It was like a double date type of thing. Oh, yeah, for like Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah, for Valentine's Day weekend. And we went to Senior Frogs. We all got <laughs> we all got <laughs> messed up. It's not my fault. Look, so the, they were having like unlimited drinks. So, but we, what we didn't know before entering, typically they have food. They have, it's like restaurant slash bar. And this time... They didn't even tell us anything, like, to begin with. They were, they were just trying to sell their tickets to go into the bar. They're like, yeah, unlimited drinks. We're like, hell yeah. We not once, we did not want to ask about food, but we just assumed there was going to be food. Cause oh, yeah, because of last is. time, huh? We've eaten there before, so we were like, there's going to be food. Point is, we were starving, showed up, hoping to eat food and get a bunch of drinks, some limited drinks. But they tell us that there is no food, only unlimited drinks. And by this time, we were literally starving, guys. But 
we just went ahead. We already paid for it anyway, so we and stayed. And you only plan on staying there for an hour, huh? Yeah. So we're like, let's drink as much as we can in one hour, <laughs> and we did. That's exactly what we did. But we stayed there all night. Yeah, we did end up staying there like I think the whole night, huh? Yeah, we stayed there till like maybe one in the morning. We got there like around nine. Like nine, yeah. And stayed there till like one in the morning, and we still hadn't eaten, so everybody was messed up. My sister and her husband went to their car. They they um knocked out there. Emmanuel and I were like, let's continue the night. I don't even know how we were able to continue this <laughs> night. But since Senior Frogs is right across Treasure Island. No, it's right. It's in with Treasure Island. Oh, it's with They're them. together, yeah. Okay, well, they're together. But, like, we, you kind of have to walk into the hotel yeah. from Senior Frogs, I guess. So we walked in over um, to use their restrooms initially. But uh, my curious <laughs> little self <laughs> saw an employee walking into the kitchen. Um, and once again, I was still hungry. <laughs> so I told Emmanuel, let's go inside and see if we can find food. But again, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so we both walk in into the, we, we literally watched this person walk in. So then we stopped the door before it officially closes. Cause it'll lock up. I think, right? I don't no, know. That, I don't that one call. actually was the entrance. The entrance was open cause it like, it was for the kitchen. So the people just entered kind of in. Mm -hmm. And it was open for them okay. to walk in to the kitchen. Okay. Well, I guess I didn't witness that. To be honest, there's some things I don't remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> FYI. That's why I'll be asking him. Yeah, that was funny. Because then she came out of the restroom and then she was like, we should do something crazy. And then that's when she looked at the waiter going inside, like into the kitchen. And I was like, oh my gosh, here it goes again. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine, let's do this thing then. Mm -hmm. And so that day we're actually really, like we were dressed really nice too. So... We ended up just following the waiter and everything. Walked into the kitchen, said what's up to everybody. Everyone was just like, oh, hello, how's it going? And then we just kept on walking. And I don't know if it was just because like, we were dressed nice or they assumed we were someone. They just let us in. The huh. confidence and how we were dressed, I would say. Yeah, they just let us in and we somehow ended up at these ballrooms <laughs> inside the Treasure Island. Yep. There's these big-ass ballrooms and... I don't know. I don't really remember too much from the ballrooms. I just, I remember taking like a little picture. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened to that picture. I don't know. It's probably in your memory still somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. But yeah, we were in there and we left our stuff there to go continue exploring. I don't know why we did that because again, we don't know this place. Yeah, we were like a little <laughs> lost and we we're just like, no, this is the safest place. No one's here. We just leave our stuff at this table and we'll come back. So then um, we walked around and just found more ballrooms. And somehow ended up at this like empty bar, like empty, <laughs> fully functional bar. <laughs> Let me just say that, you know, <laughs> it was yeah. a fully functional bar. And I was like, you know what? It, let's make a drink, you know, let's, let's make a drink and just go walk this trip. Mm -hmm. So then we go back into the kitchen and then we try to find like something that looks like a fishbowl. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. I re really wanted a fish bowl. <laughs> oh yeah, you did want. You want to go to those sugar places, huh? Yeah. With those fish bowls. Mm -hmm. So we. We find the closest thing we could. It was one of those like plastic like food container bins mm -hmm. <laughs> that are kind of like I think like a quart or like I don't know how big. Yeah, I would say like, like a bucket, maybe like more like a bucket style. Yeah. Like where you can where you bring in food or like whatever it is, like butter, like, yeah. whipped cream, whatever it is, you know. So. We just filled that up. Like, again, like Emmanuel said, we found the bar. 
and he went behind it to see if it, everything so there's the bottles all the bottles were there and then he checked the soda machines to see if they worked they worked so we're like what the hell well, if we're here we might as well get a drink huh. <laughs> <laughs> and we said not just a small one but a big ass fishable so we definitely took advantage of that, filled up our little bucket of mixed with alcohol and soda. I don't even know if it was good. I don't remember. I, I think it was good. But then at the same time, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I liked it though. But like point is, though, think about it. We still had not eaten by this point. <laughs> Why are we still drinking, you know? It was crazy. Um, but pretty much we stayed. We would just explore around the whole hotel. All I remember is running around down like hallways full of like food food um container things like those food storage places huh mm-hmm. where the they wheel ones. out yeah yeah the metal wheel out stainless steel like where they keep the food warm pretty much like they have in the hospitals as well mm-hmm. if you guys know what i mean but i love i just have small memories of me running around and laughing honestly yeah it was <laughs> like a really a little, fun night like a little psychopath <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun definitely a memory that we will never forget eventually we did get caught and all they told us was to leave the premises i guess yeah they're just like no you guys can't be here like do you guys work here or like you said yes but then they're like oh no you guys have to leave because i guess they kind of do tell like or we're able to notice that we didn't work there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and plus, we were drunk. <laughs> yeah, plus we were drunk. They were probably like, yeah, working and being drunk. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be a Vegas thing, right? Working and being drunk. <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. But yeah. who knows? Point is, we, we, got, well, we were able to leave and we had fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. That time we did stay at the Trump Tower, remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we did stay at the Trump Tower. And that, that was a really nice... Um, hotel actually yeah. honestly that was a really cool experience they had a really nice hot tub which we were able to take advantage of that was really nice mm-hmm. and just overall it was really cool they had valet too mm-hmm. oh that was really like, cool too mandatory valet for everyone pretty much yeah which was nice and not nice yeah because we couldn't go to our car whenever we wanted yeah because we had to tell someone to bring it down every single time mm-hmm. but yeah that was the only thing that kind of sucked but yeah. other than that, like, it kind of did feel kind of cool having a valet. <laughs> Definitely did. Huh. Yeah. No, but yeah, I feel like all the stuff that we experienced, we couldn't have been done without, like, not being scared, you know? Yeah. Like, if I were to do that now, I feel like my mentality has definitely changed. But it's kind of becoming, I'm going back to who I was before, like, fearless. My fearless self, you know? Before, literally, my motto came from a song by Falling Universe. Um, it's called Coming Home. The song is called Coming Home, but pretty much the song says at one point, like, don't let fear take control. And I remember, like, literally hearing that phrase of the song. I'm like, don't let fear take control. Don't let fear take control. I'm like, that's true. We can't let freaking fear take control, man. Like, that was literally one of, like, my things. Can't let fear take control, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, like, like that's true. Once fear takes control, like you block your mind from a lot of things that you could possibly do. Yeah, you withhold yourself, you know, because of fear. But think about it, like overcoming your fears feels so good. You're like, wow, that was easy. That's literally how a lot of the fears that we have tend to be. You overcome it, and you're like, wow, I can't believe it took me this long to finally overcome my fear. 
and you get a little thrill you know you get like mm-hmm. damn i want to do this again yeah and then this becomes a little like like a adrenaline rush every single time you want to face a fear and you're like no come on i could, I could do it yeah i agree you know? and then honestly that's i feel like that's something that changed up in my mind there's too much that's happened in my life personally um which we can eventually get to you know there's a lot of topics that i can talk about like that i experienced that i saw that i noticed and um throughout these last couple years i feel like i've definitely developed um a lot more knowledge and kind of like developed a little more understanding of who i'm becoming i guess Mm -hmm. because i feel like sometimes like i feel like i think everybody goes through it at a point in their life where they question who they are but these past couple years definitely made me question who the hell am i and who do i want to become and who do who where am i gonna like end up in a way you know so i don't know it's it's definitely interesting and i'm glad that i'm getting back to my fearless self because i don't like being a pussy (laughs) (laughs) no yeah no one does (laughs) no No one likes being a pussy i hate that feeling of just being scared you know and slowly but surely we're overcoming these fears of overall even fears of success people people think that like fear is only with little things like oh I'm, i have phobia towards this yeah that's just one fear but like honestly a lot of people are, are fearful of when it comes to money they're afraid of using it and losing, losing it, it. <laughs> yeah using it losing it and honestly that's what holds back a lot of people from like success sometimes sometimes you gotta play with your money sometimes you gotta save your money you know yeah, there was even a time we started investing into Robinhood mm-hmm. and made a good amount of money and learned about the stock market. But yeah. we did limit. So another thing also, like, with fear, like, I feel like there's, like, you have to sometimes find ways to control it, you know? Oh, yeah. Now, and that's, that's what kind of, like, helps get rid of fear as well. Mm-hmm. Like, controlled, um, controlled settings or controlling what you can control. Like, controlling your controllables in a way. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. Because, I mean, even with people like investing in the stock market, people think, oh, no, it's too risky. Like, why am I going to invest in the stock market? Like, I'm just going to lose money. Like, but you only lose money if you don't manage your risk factors, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Yep. And that's true because, I mean, you know, everything in life is going to take some risk. You want, You want to do something... For example, I'm going to take, like, TikTok, for example. A lot of people um, show their success through how they've taken their risks. I quit my job and started doing what I love, my passion. Mm-hmm. That's a huge-ass risk. Not yeah. anybody can just, like, freaking quit their job because, first of all, they think about it, like, oh, shit, long-term, what's going to happen? Oh, my God, what if I can't? What if, what if, what if, what if? Mm-hmm. And got to stop with that what if and be like and okay, change the how, attitude huh yeah, how just, can I how am I gonna do it you know not like you gotta figure shit out is what it is you yeah. really gotta like you gotta change gotta, that mental mm-hmm. attitude you know and you can't just sit there and think about what am I gonna do now what am I gonna do what 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 you know you can't just sit there you gotta think yeah think about it but start doing be yeah. active be proactive with what you're thinking cause just sitting there thinking about it you're gonna sit there for a long time trust me and then you won't go yeah, nowhere. You're going to miss opportunities. Mm-hmm. And a lot of opportunities that you could miss every single day. Definitely. You got to stay up with the trends. Figure out what works best for you. Mm-hmm. Figure out how you can make money during those times. Yep. Because, like, every single year is something different, you know? Like, for example, like, let's say 
during that time, like, marijuana stock was very popular, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, that's something that was on the rise. And then a lot of people were trying to get into it, but they got into it too late and only lost money. Like, you can't just follow into something that's already, like, getting out of trends, you know? You have to you gotta, be ahead of the game is mm-hmm. what it is. You really have to study the economy. You really have to understand, first of all, the economy. You definitely have to be updated on what's going on with the world. For example, like with the Ukraine war and all this stuff, like people already knew what was supposed, what, what could come after this. Mm-hmm. They put that into consideration, put that into their knowledge about economics and, and investing and all that stuff. They take all that information into consideration, you know? Um, us, <laughs> for example, people like any typical other person would be like, wow, that's crazy. What's going to happen? we'll see what happens and then everything <laughs> inflation nothing nobody's preparing they're just like damn we'll see what happens we'll see you what know? happens we'll see what happens huh? mm-hmm. and like the thing is not just the, the not the point isn't to panic it's not like oh my god it's going crazy prepare 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 uh, you something know? like how the book just said huh yeah like chicken little <laughs> exactly don't the sky's be, falling yeah and just because something comes up don't feel like chicken little and like the sky is freaking falling you're you will be okay Compose yourself, smack huh. yourself if you need to, <laughs> and like you know, just prepare yourself. Like, what can I do in this economy that can help me maintain my finances? That can help me make more finance, like mm-hmm. make more money. You know, like different things like that. You gotta like, like Emmanuel said, keep with the trends of the economy, even with like little things. Not even know. social media. <laughs> yeah, social media, like. All those little things will come into play, you know? <clears throat> you just have to be smart about how you apply everything. You gotta be able to learn and adapt. Mm-hmm, That's definitely. the main thing. Because mm-hmm. things are always ever-changing. Just like one is. Like, one day you might... As a kid, you probably loved watermelon. But as an adult, now all of a sudden you don't like it. That's You are ever-changing. Mm-hmm. That's something I definitely learned in, um, in nursing school, too, actually. Um, what was her name? Oh my God, Rosemary, Rosemary Parsi. That's I don't know. She's she's also a, a an author for a book, and um, she would always say some random, <laughs> random ass things that I didn't understand reading because they're very like confusing. I still have the book. I will gladly read you a <laughs> one time, one day, Emmanuel. I'll let you read the book. But pretty much, she she wrote a lot of things that for us is kind of under not super understandable right away. You kind of have to like reread it a couple times to kind of understand what it is exactly. Reread it and read it slowly to understand. But she would always be like, um, she would always say it's forever, forever, um, forever changing, like it's a nonstop changing cycle of changing. cycle yeah ah, okay and that's just something she implied a lot and it's true because even in nursing it's always changing one person is always changing things medicine's always changing updating mm-hmm. others it's always changing you got to stay up with it too no, yeah. and be understanding about it and that's interesting that now like i apply that to this too huh. even how we took advantage of building gyms huh mm-hmm. like during that time in covid time people were like oh no the gyms are closed like what am i gonna do mm-hmm. <laughs> And then people resorted to, like, trying to find and build their home gyms. Stop being relying on a gym, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, make that investment for their health, you know? Definitely. And we took advantage of people's advance, <laughs> like, wanting to, like, be better for the health, you know? Like, we knew that market was going to be booming. 
So we ended up like wholesaling some some gym equipment. We even gym sets. Yeah, gym gym sets, gym equipment, a little bit of everything. We even did some persons like like flooring. You know what's crazy about this guys? Literally <laughs> when I came to this, like so this is funny, a little story. Emmanuel decided to start selling gyms. He's like, let's start selling gyms. And I was like, okay, you know, that's interesting. I'm, I'm down. Like, let's try it out. We started selling and yeah, they were selling because again, it was a hot topic at that moment because all the gyms, COVID was happening. All the gyms were closing down. People were sad they didn't have their gyms. So people were to literally overselling their gyms, overselling any weights, whatever. But me, Emmanuel and I happened to find a spot where we were able to purchase whole gym set setups pretty much <clears throat> without weights but still mm-hmm. you know for a decent price to be honest and um so we would take advantage of that like Emmanuel said resell it and it's funny so initially we were just selling just the gyms okay here come pick it up here it is you build it yourself eventually somebody asked Emmanuel do you guys build it and Again, we had never built gyms besides the one we had gotten. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We only built the ones, yeah, the one we had bought my, for myself, actually. Which was, which was one of the sim- more simpler gyms. You literally oh, yeah. just like, <laughs> you know, there's the ones that these people were buying had all sorts of wires. and were uh, like, All oh. types of pulleys and mm-hmm. everything. So they were more like, they had a lot more on their gyms. Where And Emmanuel was this guy. I recall the moment they were like, do you build it as well? Emmanuel's like, I'm just going to say yes. And I looked at him and I'm like, dude, you're just going to say yes, but we don't even know what we're doing, right? <laughs> and he's like, and eh, we'll figure it out. And I was like, dude, and okay, this is where it comes. I'm fearful of like failing these people after saying yes. But Emmanuel's like, well, if we fail, we fail, but like, we'll see, you know? There was some, some controlled settings because I was like, if anything, we could resort to YouTube, you know? Mm-hmm. When we're stuck, but... I feel like we have pretty good partnership and like you being able to read the blueprints and me being good with the tools. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like I was afraid that we weren't going to like do a good job because again, I had personally never done it before, but Emmanuel saying that like once that happened, dude, you don't even understand how many people came to us and wanted us to build their gyms. Can you do it too? We also build it if you want. Yes, do it, do it, do it. We got so good at it. Mm-hmm. Like literally we got so good at it. We didn't find it like complicated anymore There are certain things maybe with like the wires the wirings and the pulleys that we had a little trouble with Because they're a little more complicated, but besides that everything else came pretty easy to us like mm-hmm. I was able to read the instructions To understand everything we needed I'd gather the stuff we needed for the specific thing and I'd be like okay This is what we need this is where it goes and Emmanuel just put it together as a team, we worked so well together. I literally was amazed at how this all worked out. We even started building different types of equipment that weren't in our realm. Mm-hmm. Like things that people would buy themselves and not from us. But some different types of equipment they would buy. Like let's say like leg presses and things like that. Mm-hmm. Treadmills. Treadmills, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so literally like people would just ask, do you know how to build this? We're like, sure, we'll do it. <laughs> and we would just literally follow the instructions, build it for them, and and we'd get paid. Yeah. The money would come in so easily, like hundreds of dollars within one day, like that we, that I wasn't making, that that same amount I would be making every two weeks at a job, at a full-time job even, you know Working like, yeah, 40 hours, like weeks, you know? Yeah. But yeah, like, and that during that time we're able to manage like, okay, let's set up these appointments at these times, 
we're able to manage our time more you know definitely we were definitely like starting to be more adjusted we're kind of like playing around with our time playing around how what works best for us and mm-hmm. um and yeah honestly it worked out really good like people people liked us people liked the <laughs> the work we were doing mm-hmm. and eventually people just started asking us hey do you guys know how to put like specific tile on the ground do you guys know oh, yeah. how to do this do you guys know how to do that we're like yep yes we do again we didn't know anything about what we were doing you guys but we threw ourselves out there we literally built this lady's full-on garage gym in her freaking garage like yeah. you said like it went even with their like initials on it huh we, her, she had okay so point is she bought the tiles she wanted like for her gym um but she was very specific about what she wanted she wanted the letter b for her name um set up on the ground and we're like all right we'll do it for you and pink that's how you want it that's how you'll get it and we managed to do it we literally built her gym put up lights we put up the gym set we built her treadmill we fucking we did a lot yeah we did a lot for the lady well we posted that soon on tiktok so you guys can stay tuned on that yeah definitely (laughs) it's just amazing to see like i don't know on my end i had that was something i have never done before I have never lied about knowing how to do something. And been and, so good at it. <laughs> and been so good at it, yeah. But you guys, that's what makes this like... Like, you know, you people are capable of anything. You just have to throw yourself out there. No, yeah. Like, don't hoe around. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but don't you, be a hoe, Nick. <laughs> but you know, when it comes to like work ethic and working and... If you take on challenges, don't yeah. be afraid of taking on challenges. Again, you can see the type of people like Emmanuel was. He says, I'm just going to say yes. I'm, I'm more of like, but we need to be honest. And da, 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 da. you know, that's how I thought at that moment. Like, we need to be honest. Like, we don't know how to do that. You know, go by the rules. Go by what freaking society tells you. Do the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we weren't doing anything wrong. In the end, these people would have probably followed the instructions as well to build it and that's exactly what we did we were doing it the right way the way the instructions said but we just had never done it before mm-hmm. you know so in the end it's just a great lesson that we both learned i would come back home with my family and be like oh my god i just made this much amount of money like today you know and they'd be like what <laughs> they were amazed as well it's just a little hustle we started and it just proves to us that like we are capable of anything so again, don't take fear, take control. Don't let fear take control. No, yeah. Take control of fear, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Take control of your fear and just direct it which way you want to use it towards. But like to a purpose, you know, to like make sure it, it motivates you. Mm-hmm. Use it more as a motivator than as something that's gonna set you back or hold you back. You know. Yeah, don't hold. Definitely do not hold yourself back. Like, I think that's something that everybody does. They hold themselves back. Like that's something you are your own enemy you and your mind are your own enemy because you yourself for example if somebody were to tell me you can't do it you can't you're not capable of it blah 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 that's my fault for listening to them if i truly believe that Mm -hmm. that is my fault because if i were to be like you know what screw you i'm gonna show you wrong then show them wrong Mm -hmm. you know literally prove them wrong wrong. hell yeah you know make them look like just make them feel funny, you know, like yeah, make them feel stupid forever, questioning you or doubting you. Yeah, honestly, because there's always gonna be doubters in this world, you know. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. always gonna be people who wanna like hold you back, just because they're seeing you succeed and because they're not doing the same thing themselves. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I think it's just like as long as you you take control of that fear mm -hmm. and direct it in the right direction, you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah, don't be afraid to take risks. Is what it is, you know. La vida es un riesgo. That's something that huh. I, I I stand by. Again, another movie. See what I mean? Yeah, so there's, there's many, always so many hidden things. messages. So many hidden messages in songs and movies. But like that's the thing. Not everybody catches on to specific things and holds them. You yeah, know what I mean? there's only a few people who hold on to those things. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember this one verse here from Eminem. He's like, "Like fucking nine to five, I can't even provide for my own family." Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's "Just gonna try to pursue his career." You know, like to become a like an artist and have the financial freedom to like do whatever he wants and like not be stuck in that nine to five you know not giving enough time to his family mm -hmm. there's yeah. a lot of hidden messages in a lot of things oh yeah like in his song lose yourself Eminem says success is my only motherfucking option failure is not you have to keep that mentality success is the only way so succeed make yourself successful keep that mentality take risks don't be afraid you know yeah because this world doesn't stop for nobody you know mm -mm. This world is going to keep on going, no matter if you're sad, no matter if you're happy, no matter if you're in financial debt, <laughs> yeah. no matter if anything, it's always going to keep on going, so you just got to push through, you know? Exactly. Well, you guys, I think that's enough for today, to be honest. We've, we'll, we'll get back well, yeah, to yeah. on on our podcast as something we definitely want to continue. We'll continue this. Like we said, we have people in line to come join us on our podcast, which we are very excited Excited, yeah for. we're so excited and eager to have them on yeah. to our podcast because it's something new it's something like we said this is something we've been wanting to do and um like i said these past months that we have been out <laughs> out of the game for like although we've been out we've definitely been still trying to make connections for the podcast and, yeah and we've talked to a couple people like we said family friends and we're very eager to have them in on this and um to be able to like share their knowledge and and share their experiences and i don't know this is exciting for us and i hope that you guys are excited i hope that we are entertaining for you guys i hope that so far this is something good for for all of us you know so so yeah yes catches on everything will be on spotify and a few other apps yeah definitely stay, even tiktok <laughs> yeah, tiktok as well yeah stay tuned you guys we we have big plans and believe it or not uh we are we are going to be successful and you guys will see it just through through what we well our experiences you guys are going to see it like we're starting out from the bottom as well we're taking the this advice we're taking these books this knowledge and we plan to put it to use and show you guys as well like that anything is possible you anything know? is possible you set your mind into it callous that mind and no one else is gonna get inside your mind exactly once you believe something you believe it it's in your head don't let anybody else come into your brain and play with you mentally like you know, because, I don't know, I feel like the society always wants to, like Emmanuel said, they see you succeeding, they they, they want to bring you down somehow. But, again, set your mind to it and don't move away from that. Stick to it. But anyways, guys, once again, Eman and Jan show. Yeah, thank you for staying in tune with us, and we'll catch you guys next time. See ya.